Welcome back to Bike Race Weekly. I'm your host, Ryan Gerard, and I'm here as always with my co-host, Rick Grunewald. What's up, Ryan? How's it going, Rick? It's going pretty good. What's new with you? What's going on? Just jumping right into it? I guess so. Okay. Well, what's new <laughs> with me? Uh, I had an FTP test this week, Whoa. so that was pretty big. I... All right, you can talk about your FTP test, and then I've got a hot take. Okay. Uh, besides that, though, uh, I did... So when I was actually supposed to have a recovery week, um, it turned into an avid race week. But I took a, <laughs> I took a pretty uh, solid... You're the only person that I know that's like, yeah, I'm taking a recovery week. Oh, what'd you do, Ryan? Oh, I just got on and did like a an hour-long e-race. Like, I did. What about that did you think was a recovery I week? I did like three, though. I know. You did like... You're like, well, I only rode for three hours. Like, yeah, but you annihilated yourself. I absolutely annihilated. I did four races that week. Yeah. Um, one of which was a Project Echelon race, yeah. and uh, so well, we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it went we'll, very well. We'll, well. Let's get into your. We'll, we'll okay. finish your FTP test. Yeah, FT- yeah. Okay, so um, my FTP test actually did not go very well. What do you define um, as not go very well? Though? So I lost seven watts. Okay. Um, new bike and new trainer. So okay. who? So the the seven watts could have been from just being on a different trainer i would say that's that's a fair estimate um but the other thing is that my training i have been focusing on like vo2 stuff and my vo2 efforts have been getting higher and higher and higher and higher as well as my racing has been getting better and better and better so it's actually very odd to me that um my vo2 has gone up but my ftp has gone down and you know i guess like May, it, it's kind of that um, degree of FTP is in every, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I got better, mm-hmm. but um, the one area I just didn't get better in is my FTP. Yeah. So I'm going to parlay this into a hot take, which is I think training is fake. You think training's fake? Yeah. I, so I, I understand kind of where you're coming from, and I'm going to let you talk here, okay, but okay. Um, I'm going to uh, not disagree, mm-hmm. but kind of turn it. Okay. So go for it. Well, I'm not saying, and this isn't to like into an argument like, oh, like, you know, I don't like sweet spot training. I think a polarized training is the better way to do it. Or like, no, you should do this kind of training. No, I'm, I'm just getting to the conclusion that I, I think training is fake. I don't think it actually exists. I think that it's a way to for people to, to convince themselves that they think they're doing the right thing and riding their bike really hard in a specific way to get better in a particular way, but at the same time, only getting better in a particular way and not making themselves better at what actually matters, which is racing. So training's fake. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I guess so I, like, I mean, and a good example too is like, you know, you just said it, like you're doing these like really hard Zwift races, which, you know, you're doing Zwift races and Project Echelon, Echelon Race League races, and like these are very hard competitions where you're doing these supposedly sustainable efforts right on the trainer against you know super good dudes that are really fast a category cat one category and you're doing well but then you go over and you're like well i didn't do as well on my ftp test it's like one of these things is real which is the race and the other is fake which is the ftp test i think also too a lot of these training softwares i'm not going to name names but i think they they like like they get people that really want very like measurable benchmarks of success but you can't make those benchmarks too complicated 
So a lot of the times it focuses on one benchmark, which like is FTP. FTP. Yeah. Which I know that's a criticism because you know it's like you just said it's not everything, but I think it's not even like not everything. I just don't think it really matters that much because people are just so different. Sure. Yeah. For some people, it is everything, but then for other people, it might not matter at all. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. So that's from my there. point. Oh, okay. So training so, yeah, is fake. I thought, it doesn't I thought you, exist. Yeah, I thought you were going to go in a different direction there. I would probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I'd say on it is that it's just supposed to train specific um, like uh, zones that you are going to use in a race. That would probably be my only argument is that it's it's made to train zones that you will use in a race. Yeah, so but that, your FTP is... Uh, it's like your your sustainable power, right? Yeah. So FTP. But what's yeah. a, what's an E race? It's a pretty sustainable effort. Yeah. You just did. You just. We can get into this soon too. Well, yeah, you, just, the, you just nailed it on a couple of these races, like. And what what it, what it is, and I think the difference is that I got really. I think like racing and also like working on VO two. It's all about recovering. So yeah. like I I think anyone can really do one interval at like a really high VO two level. Like if I were to um, tell you to do a VO2 effort at like one interval of my VO2 efforts, you could do it. Absolutely, you could do it. Like one interval. Mm-hmm. But then if, if we throw in six intervals at three minutes at the VO2 that I have, you probably start to struggle because I know it's like where my zone is and I really struggle. And I think that's the difference when you get into a race is can you continuously recover from the big efforts, which does not really correlate to FTP. It correlates to can your body recover from the very high efforts? Yeah, I don't know. I still I disagree with you because here I'm going to throw this back at you in that like I actually think I wouldn't struggle at your your VO twos because I think you actually are more of a diesel and you I would struggle. I wouldn't even be able to touch your, let's say, 20-minute efforts or your your sweet spot efforts. Like that would be harder for me than trying your VO2 efforts. Both would be hard. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. I'd I struggle, mean, yeah, it I definitely struggle depends. With both. It depends but on like what I, you're good so at. So I think like yeah, I think like we we are two very two different two different yeah. people, and I think people are more different. I think there's this kind of like thought that like you can put most people on a cookie cutter plan and like that cookie cutter plan is going to work for like, you know, 80% of people, 90% of people. I think it's a lot more different than that. And that's what I'm kind of getting at is I think it, training is a great way to complicate like what, what comes down to just like, you know, what are you doing? And it's like, if you're, if you're e-racing, the best training for that is probably just doing more e-racing. If you're doing crits, the more crits you do, the better. I think racing is the best preparation and training yeah for sure for crits triathlon's definitely kind of hard because you can't just like go out and do a triathlon every weekend Mm -hmm. so like i get that but you know like what is a triathlon well it's probably riding at that kind of like sustainable pace for a long period of time it's doing long rides working on your aerobic system you know the one weird thing is um so like i do very well in sweet spot that's typically where i get all of my ftp gains mm-hmm. um typically most people get it from like build and i almost mm-hmm. never get any ftp yeah. gains from build and i'm actually the exact opposite of you i've done full winners of sweet spot programs and not budged and i've done low volume of just high intensity work and just jacked my 20 minute power my 30 minute hour power by just doing short efforts which is always weird to me because like yeah like like i said like um my goal of my last block was to 
ramp up my VO2 because it isn't something I'm very good at. As soon as I get over my FTP, like mm -hmm. it gets super hard for me. And that's what I wanted to work on. And I got like, a, like I made huge gains in that regard, but my FTP went down. Right. I don't know. It's, it's like super weird to me. Yeah. But then well, I, do, I, mean, I do like, it's fake. Yeah. of course it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I do like, yeah. And I do like, um, sweet spot and like, I nail all the workouts and stuff, and then I'll get like a 15, 20 watt bump in FTP. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know. It's it's like it's super weird to me how how everything correlates because it clearly correlates differently across different everyone. People. Yeah. 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 I, that's what I like. I, that's what I mean. I think people spend a lot of time like deferring their training to protocols, or they listen to a really good podcast, and they're like, "Oh, I should do this kind of training." or they sign up for like a program and it's like, you should just spend your time kind of figuring out like what works for you and try different things. Cause like, yeah, I was on the sweet spot train for a long time and like I kind of like did dedicated blocks of that and it just never, it did nothing for me. If anything, it, it got me to be way slower cause it took all the snap out of my legs. Mm -hmm. So I guess I could ride it like, you know, uh, my sweet spot power for longer periods of time but i when it came to like oh i was trying to race crits and like i just did not make me better at crits and then you know you through trial and error found out too it's like you can like hang out and do sweet spot work for most of the year and get faster and faster and faster but then you can't you can't really handle a ton of that build work and high intensity work like you got to kind of use that more sparingly because it just does it's not as big of a benefit to you as like kind of staying in that sweet spot zone so that's kind of what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like you got to just figure it out, figure out what works for you. For sure. And then I also know people, I know people that hardly touch any intensity at all. They just do zone two rides a ton and they can just like rock up to races without hardly doing any racing and sprint for the win and just like crush it. And it's like, I've tried that too. And it, that's even worse. Like I'm even slower after doing that. So yeah, you just got to kind of figure out what works for you and, and also to what, like what you enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you hate doing one kind of interval and you're, you're like, yeah, I don't really see a lot of benefit from it. It's like, don't do it. Like I, what gets me really motivated in the winter is I've really enjoyed doing a lot more of the e-racing. Like it's been super fun. I know you've enjoyed it too. That's like what I'm using for training right now. Yeah. I can tell you most people would probably look at my, uh, you know, quote unquote trading protocol and being like, and be like, this is not going to work. Like this is bad but i'm like i don't know i enjoy it i'm seeing like some nice gains in power like my, have you taken an ftp test recently i i haven't i have i've just like i've done these kind of 20 minute efforts you should do races. like a um just like a random ftp test like this week i mean see i just where you're at. i just did a race and oh, you the, did? the 20 minute power was like it was like 312 nice. so i mean it was for me that's good and you know but is that like a traditional ftp test like definitely not like it's not sustained it's not uh it's like you know that's during a race so there's yeah. surges and stuff but, but so to be honest i don't i don't think it really matters because i feel like that's like i almost want to say that's more of your functional 20 minute power of like usefulness almost yeah I, I would say so i mean for me at least like i i like in if, a real if, world scenario you're yeah. not going to just sustain 20 minutes Typically, yeah. it's going to be under, over, under, over. But like, how much of the under and over is your body able to handle? Yeah, someone in C's can't do that twenty minutes in an A race because the un like unders and overs are way yeah. too much. Well, and even think about like, you know, we were talking about the different way people train. Like, think about the different way that applies to your racing as well too. Like, if you're you know going back to crits again, 
like if, if you're somebody that like you want to stay at like you you don't like surges you like nice sustained power you're trying everything you can in a race to like keep your power really smooth and like take corners so smooth and like let gaps open up and fill them so that you're really staying at the same cadence and like not surging as much whereas you know if you're somebody like i i like surges i like kind of these like snappier efforts like i'd rather like sprint and then get a little bit of a recovery so like that's how i'm going to race and I'll, I'll put myself in a position where like that'll be more beneficial to me and but if you were to look at the average power of those two people during a race you know they might be the exact same but they are race completely different that's kind of what i mean like you know you've got to not only train to the event but also train to how you want to race that specific event sure so for me like you're that's a good point like that is like my functional 20 minute power because that's how i generate power up down up down up down yeah and I noticed too, like, uh, I think I'm the exact opposite in a race. I look for, I look to try to maintain power mm-hmm. typically. Yeah. You ride really smooth. You I, don't like uh, yeah. to snap out of corners as much. Yeah. And then it's, you know, when like I move up, I look for those opportunities to move up without using energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a strength of mine in racing, mm-hmm. you know, and you, I mean, as, as much as people don't think you can take that kind of skills into like e-racing very much so you can oh for sure and And that's 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 my strategy in e-racing too is right you know you you read a course and you typically know how each each um lap is going to go and then you anticipate it um take the crit city race i mean we do i do a lot of crit city races Uh um chill the entire lap and as soon as you hit that hill you gotta go all out and then as soon as you get to the top of the hill you can start to chill Mm-hmm. While other people try to catch up, and usually you can just kind of jump on at the back of the group, doing a little bit less power than everyone, and then um, cruise the rest of the lap. And that's typically my strategy: is I try not to use much energy at all, yeah. Besides that one section of the of the lap, yeah. And that's that's a good point. Like when I when I do races, I think the common critique on Zwift races is always, oh, it's like a time trial effort, you know, where you're not really putting out a lot of power, but it's like not for me like i try to race it like where i can i can pick certain sections to like surge up and maybe even be on the front and then i can and then that'll allow me to like kind of chill out and i can fade to the back of the field and like let my legs recover a little bit and then you know wait for those sections again where i can go back to the front and i kind of yo-yo and that's like that works really well for me i've tried doing races where i stay in the same spot the entire race like the meat of the pack and while i'm probably getting a slightly better draft there it just it kills my legs because that's just not how Mm -hmm. i like to ride a bike that's not how i like to e-race so yeah there's these small little nuances that make a big difference um but at the end of the day you just got to do what works for you and it's also a fact that training is indeed fake yeah Uh, invented by the training coaching (laughs) industrial complex to sell training plans and coaching advice exactly thank you for agreeing uh, yeah, so that's actually a really good transition, though, to the racing that we've yes. been doing. You did some uh, some pretty intense uh, echelon league race. Yeah, uh, and it was actually what course was it? Uh, so the first day. After? So the first day. So there are two brand new courses. The first day was Manitowoc. Yes, which Manitowoc, is, which is uh, a stage of the tour of tour America's of America's Dairyland. Dairy yes. Um, it's a new stage this year, so yes. I, I've never yeah. raced the course before. Yeah. And then Sunday was Wauwatosa, but it's a new Wauwatosa course. It, it's downtown I am, now. I am so excited for that because I yeah. 
did not like the the Wauwatosa course. Never did at all. Mm-hmm. Did not like it. And I feel like on paper it was like such a simple course, but yeah. it always ended up being just it was like so this, hard. This bloodbath, like it just was a bloodbath. The combination of people like crashing in the front because the corners were it was these tight ninety degree corners with these the, the with lanes these, go from like four lanes down to two lanes yeah so so they used to run it in in different directions yeah and i've eaten absolute poo on this course because like ryan just said you were in this race that happened it goes it goes down from like a three lane side street to like a really tight two lane side street and then you just get pinched constantly it's so difficult to yeah. move in that race because and, it's and so it, fast on right. top of it being so narrow and when you're at the back of the field like you're just trying to like it's just like if if every crit has like a snap of the rubber band this one snaps the hardest like it is such a weird weirdly hard course so i'm actually very excited that they're going to switch it up a little bit Mm -hmm. it was never a favorite of mine i've actually never finished that race i've done it two times and both times did not end well i have finished it but i've never finished well the last time I raced it, I had an asthma attack. And then the time before that, you what, was 2017. That's when you were working toad. You were yeah. working toad, and it was the last day. And I'm, I think I finished it. Finished it. I don't think I finished well, but I finished it. Yeah. And yeah. then the year before that, uh, I think I finished it. Su- that yeah, year you too. were super hungover. I remember. Oh, yeah. you and Matt went out to the. You did. You. you oh, we all yeah. raced that weekend. And I remember you guys like went out to some country uh, concert like oh, the night yeah. after Downer. Did I even race the next day? You raced, but you did not look good. Oh, not look good. I think you threw up like the morning of. For sure, I threw up. Yeah, that was you threw gnarly. up really easily though. That was a gnarly concert. Yeah, and it was Zach like, Brown band. Yes, that was oh, it. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I can't believe you two raced the next. I day. can't believe I raced either. Yeah, where? Did, what did you we did do? Pretty well too. Like you didn't do like you didn't get on the I podium. Finished. But you did, like, yeah, I finished. Yeah, huh. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember how well I did. Yeah, but um, I finished. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> and anyway, so but yeah, I took uh, in the RGT race for yeah. Wauwatosa. I took seventh. That's that very was, impressive. Was, yeah, it was a great race. I felt yeah. awesome. I, um, the one thing I wanted to talk about with that is the the physics of yeah. well, RGT and, and, have improved yeah, substantially. Re- really quick, I actually watched like most of your race. Uh, Ryan actually has been doing a really good job of putting up some YouTube content. He recorded the race, posted on the Bike Race Weekly YouTube channel. Go check it out. Um, it was a good race. Like I was looking at the guys that were in that race. Like really fast guys mm-hmm. were in that race, and I actually I thought. I think sprinting on RGT is is really interesting because the way the rider moves. So I actually, for a second, I thought you were gonna possibly like get a jump through. But um, anyways, yeah, let's get into like how did the race go for so, you? So uh, first day, so the race the day before, oh, I yeah, actually you did, got you did dropped halfway yeah. through the race. Um, I was totally fine. Heart rate was like one fifty five, just chilling. But uh, and I saw, I think it was Jonathan Crane. He said he said this, and it's called the um it's he called it something like the corner position of death or something like that yeah and it's like it's a it's really a bug in the rgt system and it's kind of like what we talked about before were you on the inside no outside outside okay it's on the outside and it's like this scenario when you go through a corner when it's like five or six wide yeah and if you're in that last person or in that last area you just get bucked off 
Interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and it was interesting because I was like, am I the only one that this is happening to? And I watched someone else doing an RGT race and they're just like, oh no, it's the position of death. Yeah, and I was just like, like oh, kinda, so there, this is like a real thing. It kind of pushes you so wide, and then yeah. everybody goes by, and then it and you just get you, yeah, you just get you right off. at the back, and you got to sprint to stay on. So that's yeah. what happened the first day. Um, I will say, so it used to be before prior that like if you were on the outside, you were done. It right. this it very rarely happens. I think on the Sunday it happened to me like three times. And I actually got really lucky that like right after the corner, the group um, kind of chilled out. So I got really yeah. lucky. Um, the, but that day, it, it was just kind of like it happened. Um, it, it, it's yeah. much more rare to happen now. Yeah, so get into that a little bit. Like you, the last time we did some RGT stuff, uh, there's been an update that's happened. Yes. Um, so what does it feel like? How so pretty it? much what, what the update was is that it improved the drafting and imp- improved the cornering. Um, what we talked about before is how hard your character stops going into corners. Mm. Well, they, they took it back uh, quite a bit. Um, and the more they took it back, to be honest, my opinion is they should just get rid of breaking into corners and just yeah. allow your character to you to take the like the outside lane. And I think mm-hmm. I, I think that would be better and almost more realistic because the breaking through corners seems a little inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I will because like when you are like by yourself, it breaks harder than like if you're like in a certain position in a group. Like if you're slightly bunched up in a group you'll blow through the corner not break at all Mm. but then if you're like by yourself like if you're slightly off the front it'll break really hard Mm. so the breaking in the corner still seems super inconsistent because there yeah there was corners where i just flew through the corner and there was other corners where it was like i broke my my character like breaked like 10 meters before and then it like was really late to start getting back on yeah interesting so my opinion is just get rid of the breaking in the corners especially for like racing you know yeah but i i I think they'll continue to you know mess with it and stuff it's it's way better that's kind of the biggest thing is that it's way better yeah and this is now getting to the point where i'm just kind of being picky um the drafting in the group is is so so good like it felt it felt amazing drafting the group like i actually felt like when I was in the group and in a good position in the group, like I was really chill. Yeah, that's good because I, I remember the last race that I did, that was like my biggest pet peeve was I went, I was like totally fine and I was just sitting closer to the back and I took a sip of water and I let off the pedals and I was just like yard, like meters mm-hmm. off the back and I couldn't get back on. So it's good to hear that it's actually improved in that regard like you can actually get a little bit of recovery the more i think about rgt like versus swift because obviously you know it's a different platform but that's like that's the standard right swift and what rgt is trying to be is you know it's like we've said in the past it's trying to be the simulation of bike racing the if you're familiar with car racing games the i racing of bike racing and i think that obviously they're they're doing a great job of making these iterations Mm -hmm. and improving the software but i think they're trying really hard to be like the total sim, the yeah. eye racing. And they don't necessarily need to be that. They could land at, you know, Gran Turismo or they could yeah. land at, uh, sorry for those of you that don't know these racing games, but 
they don't like you know Zwift is Mario Kart, and I think they could just do a really great job of distinguishing themselves a little bit more realistic mm-hmm. than Zwift. And I think that's kind of where they're getting to. Where I totally agree with you. Just get rid of some of this breaking the corners, or make it really subtle. Like really where, subtle. Where yeah. you just get these minor benefits and and um, you know these little, little things that like are you know just like they're they're noticeable, but they're not so major that the mechanics get in the way of the the racing yeah. experience. And I think that's kind of where they're getting. I hope they don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Yeah. Because I think they're well on their way to being like very yeah. good. That's that's the one thing I took from this is that if racing does go mostly virtual, I mean, right yeah. now I like the racing in RGT better than I do do like the racing of Zwift. Yeah, you actually talked about canceling your Zwift membership. Yeah, I actually did. But did. the major okay. the major okay. thing that I liked about RGT and prior to this, I I don't think I really noticed it that much. Is how you have to control your your character's position in the group. I thought once once the drafting and the corners got better, I actually enjoyed that aspect of it of like making sure my character is in a good position. Yeah, because it does matter where your character is going into like a like in the course we did there was like an uphill and then you took a right turn and like into the right turn was a really steep hill and so every single time i wanted to get my character in the best position so that i wasn't trying to catch up from like the back outside i was Mm -hmm. already at the front inside so i could take that inside corner and then it was easier to get up that hill so it actually brought in tactics just by making sure your character is in a good position yeah. and that's that's a little bit besides the you know the the cornering and stuff i think if, if they made the breaking and cornering and stuff a little bit more subtle i you know i think that 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 emphasizes the positioning you know 100 so that so yeah. that you're not getting mad when you go into a corner and you're just like oh no position of death yeah, but you, you right. but you like know you're, you're done. Yeah, but you have to be thinking about your position. Just, but you know, if if you get unlucky that one time, you don't want it to ruin your race. Yeah, I think uh, if you've been playing RGT a decent amount, if you've been playing it for the last couple months, uh, I think everybody's had the moment where they're like, "I'm rage quitting." Like this is yeah, this sucks. Like what the and hell? I think that's pretty much gone away now. Yeah, which is you, important. Yeah, you could pretty much yeah. jump into RGT now and be fine yeah well good I, i'm excited to try some more racing i took a little bit of a, a hiatus in february but i've been back on the bike and doing some good amount of racing and riding so i'm ready to jump into more of these echelon league races um before the series is over actually no it is over but oh, they have is. another series right. coming up because apparently we are not doing bike racing outside anymore yeah. unfortunately the next series is um five dollars per race or fifteen dollars for the series that's dope i i will i'm gonna pay for it i, I will i will do it i i am too i'm a huge and i want to do the whole series this time and it's only four races i am a huge fan of like just like paying a little bit of money for these things because then it's it's legit it's real like you're locked in like you know everybody there is pay a little bit of money to be there like you you know you're going to get a pretty good experience if somebody's got you know it's not just like you know these random races that anybody can sign up for and jump into i like the uh, authenticity of it being like you know a little mm-hmm. bit of money there and it's not like you're paying into this like if you're wondering like oh they're just looking for money or something like no like you're paying into a very legit team organization uh, project echelon you know they 
donate so much money to like veteran causes they give away free bikes to veterans and stuff like they do so much for not only the cycling community but also for the the veteran community so like i will give them my money without a second thought yeah and if you've watched any of the other echelon league races you can go to youtube and watch any of the replays they do a great job with the commentating and with the production value of e-racing um, I think, you know, it's it's the best out there right now. Obviously, Zwift does a lot with some of their e-race leagues, but I think if you're talking about the experience from the Cat 5, Cat 4 through the professional, you know, you get your money's worth if you're paying for the Echelon League 100%. Yeah, and we talked about, like, top-tier teams last, last time about, like, how much they give back to the cycling community and the content they create and yeah, how yeah, yeah. how they bring... They, they try to reach out to outside of the community, and that's, like, that's like exactly what Project Echelon does. You know, they do a great job. A hundred percent, yeah. Very excited for this. Um, Ryan, was there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap it up? Uh, we can touch on... Yeah, I canceled my Zwift membership. Yeah. Um, this was not something... That I was, I was, I, I, it wasn't like I was like mad at Zwift or anything. You're making it sound like a breakup. Yeah, it always sounds like a breakup. Like it, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> um, it, it, no, it, there was no like, there's another, I got there's tired some, of there's it. There's somebody else involved. And yeah. Her name's RGT. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there was nothing, there wasn't really much of like a thought of, I'm just tired of this or anything. I actually really like it. Uh, uh-huh. the, the reason was, which I just kind of looking out at what i want to do and i'm getting closer to races i want to do i'm just tightening up my focus yeah that makes sense and for sure and with the rgt races coming up i'm just like i'm gonna get my race fixed from there and i was just like i could just kind of use like the 15 dollars a month somewhere else because i'm like i don't think i'll probably use it like once or twice a month now maybe but i don't think i'll be using it that much yeah, no, that so, that makes total sense. Yeah. Actually, you know, as I say that, I can't. I will use it for running, so I might actually keep it just for running. What are you gonna use fifteen dollars a month for for running? Uh, oh, I use it at oh, I use it at the Zwift. gym. Yeah, oh, keeping Zwift. Gotcha. And I just I just realized that have I use thought, there's like running like the running Zwift multiple times a week. <laughs> have you thought about the uh, there's like a duathlon series on Zwift? Have you ever thought about doing that? I might do that once we move in. So, oh, surprise, oh, yeah, surprise. Big, big uh, news. Anna and I got an accepted offer on a uh, Ryan, house. Ryan bought a house. Super excited. It Very has a excited. dedicated pain cave. There you go. You're going to have your treadmill. You're going to have your bike. You're pretty much good to go. Yeah, and Dude, we have, a, we have a treadmill lined up, actually. I was going to say. My parents are trying to get rid of their treadmill, which is a really nice treadmill. Oh, there you go. I was going to say, dis- too. The display doesn't work anymore. All the buttons work, just the display doesn't work, but I use Zwift anyways. You should never pay for a treadmill. You go to Craigslist for yeah. free. Dude, there's like six treadmills on there right now. I guarantee it. People are just trying to move out of their house. They mm-hmm. don't want to take the treadmill with them. You pick one of those up right there. Boom. You and Anik both got a treadmill that you can be on. There you go. I don't know if we have room for two treadmills, but. You should look into we'll that. We'll think about it. Look into that. Um, yeah, so we will. I'll uh, post updates of our, of our pain cave because I think it's going to look really cool. I have a lot yeah. of ideas for it. I'm going to have my. Um, it's going to also double as my office gaming area. Nice. So I'm going to do more like live streaming of like workouts and races, um, ramp tests, runs. Um, once I'm done with my CCNA, I want to do more of a uh training like vlog kind of series oh nice you know be sweet just because i'll have all that equipment in one room it'll be so much more seamless to be able to do like a um 
week of training, like a quick montage of week of tra- week of training. Um, one thing I've been thinking about doing, and I'm not really sure of the the legal aspect of this, but I thought it was a cool idea. Um, is you can't doing sell crack out of your new house, right? Is do but doing a um, like a training um, playlist. So essentially, it's legal? almost like a cycle. So like so many people um, want just like you know an hour long workout or something to follow oh, along yeah right. and so pretty much i'm just gonna like say like what i'm doing on trainer road and then maybe like put a little <laughs> graph of what i'm doing you know uh, and i'll just say i'll just do rpe like all right we're gonna do a warm-up this is 20 percent, and then she's like all right we got three minute uh interval here and hey, why don't you also make an app and charge for it as well <laughs> and i'm just like that, i wonder if that's like illegal or something because like I'm the one saying it. Technically, I'm using a, a software, but like I'm not saying like verbal- okay, <laughs> just verbalizing it. This is the broke version of Trader Road. That's five dollars Come join me in my basement. I don't know. That'll be the tagline. Come join me in my basement. <laughs> well, you can. I, uh, now that it's out of the podcast, Ryan, I think you should you should pursue doing this <laughs> and just see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. Maybe we get a cease and desist. Maybe we don't. <laughs> oh yeah. What's the what's the worst that's gonna happen? <laughs> you know, we get called into court. Sweet. Then we get to meet the trainer road guys. You know, during the deposition. That sounds mm-hmm. kind of fun, right? But yeah, I want to do more stuff because I have you know the um, streaming setup. Uh, I got cameras. I got mics. So once I'm done with the CCNA, which it, I'm hoping it's going to be about a month out from here, um, and then once we move into the new house uh, and have that whole training room, um, I'll have all the equipment there to start doing stuff like that. I want to do like product reviews, bike reviews, um, some mechanic stuff. You know, nice. Kind of just do 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 more on the YouTube side. That'll be because I think that'll be pretty fun. Absolutely, we'll keep the viewers updated on how that's coming along and when that. Uh, so go go follow it. And actually, yeah. I actually changed the YouTube channel because how it wasn't the you. same. It's it's now Bike Race Weekly. Was it racing? It was Bike Racing Weekly. <sighs> which um, if I typed in Bike Race Weekly, it wouldn't come up. Really? Yeah. So it's okay. now Bike Race Weekly. Right. Uh, please go follow us over there. Um, I want to start doing more there. So get yeah. ahead of the trend. Get in there before everyone else does. Check it out. And we're on all your favorite social media platforms outside of YouTube as well as YouTube. And with that, I think we're ready to wrap it up. Okay. With that, we'll see yeah. you all later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>